This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, October 4th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USTR outlines China strategy. Meat industry financing on the way. U.S.-Vietnam strengthening trade ties. Ag groups are all ears as Thai talks U.S.-China trade. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai delivers a speech today on the Biden administration's approach to the bilateral trade relationship with China. U.S. ag groups will have plenty of questions as they listen to her remarks. For example, will the U.S. work with China on a phase two agreement? Will the Biden administration continue to keep tariffs on Chinese goods, thus assuring that Chinese retaliatory tariffs remain on U.S. ag commodities. And what is being done to ensure China will live up to unfulfilled promises in the Phase 1 deal? Farm groups, including the U.S. Wheat Associates and the USA Rice Federation, are hoping for assurances that the U.S. will continue to work through the World Trade Organization to press China on reforming its import quotas and farm subsidies. We want to see the Biden administration take the next steps in the WTO litigation process to hold China accountable with the compliance requirements of both the tariff rate quota and the domestic support cases, a spokesman for USA Rice said on Friday. Vilsack announcing loan guarantees. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack will announce long-awaited details today of a loan guarantee program that's designed to expand meat and poultry processing capacity. USDA said in July it would spend $500 million to expand meat and poultry processing capacity so that farmers, ranchers, and consumers can have more choices in the marketplace. The department received thousands of comments on how it should spend the money. Secretary Vilsack in the White House said last month that excessive market concentration of the meat sector has squeezed both consumers and farmers during the pandemic at the same time that meat processors have made more money. Meat packers have rejected the charges of profiteering. They argue that a combination of factors, including the pandemic and a labor shortage, have prevented processors from operating at full capacity. For more on this week's D.C. policy agenda, you can read our Washington Week Ahead at agripulse.com. We'll have more Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Biden agenda on pause. President Joe Biden is expressing confidence that Congress will pass his main policy priorities, a bipartisan infrastructure and the larger Build Back Better package of social programs and climate policy. But the path forward is less clear after House Democratic leaders on Friday canceled the vote on the infrastructure bill. 
Biden sided with progressives and linking passage of the infrastructure bill with approval of the bigger budget reconciliation measure. I believe I can get this done, Biden told reporters this weekend. I believe when the American people are aware of what's in it, we can get it done. There's no immediate urgency to passing the infrastructure bill because the Senate gave final congressional approval to a bill extending the authority for federal highway spending for 30 days. Authority for the highway program expired Thursday. The now-stalled infrastructure bill would have reauthorized the spending. Beef and dairy need proper greenhouse gas measuring stick, paper says. The use of metrics that properly take into account the contribution of short-lived gases such as methane is critical to helping the cattle and dairy industry show how it can achieve net zero warming, said a new paper from the University of California, Davis. With the proper measuring stick, quote, goals of halting temperature increases can be met by achieving net zero CO2 emissions combined with stable or gently declining emissions of short-lived climate pollutants such as methane, the paper says. UC Davis air quality specialist Frank Mitlerner and Alanco Animal Health Chief Sustainability Officer Sarah Place say in the paper that, quote, business as usual will not follow the U.S. beef and dairy industries to achieve a net zero warming. But they say that that goal will be within reach as new and existing innovations that lower greenhouse gas emissions become more widely available and adoption of those innovations are incentivized. Most methane emissions from beef cattle production come from cattle on pastures, not those in feed yards. So delivering feed additives, developing low-methane-emitting breeding strategies, and or other innovations will be required, Mitlerner and Place write. U.S. and Vietnam resolve lumber friction and strengthen ties. The U.S. is welcoming new pledges from Vietnam to keep illegally harvested or traded lumber out of its supply chain. It's the latest positive development in the U.S. relationship with Vietnam, a country that American farmers and ranchers see as a growing market for their ag commodities. With this agreement, Vietnam will provide a model both for the Indo-Pacific region and globally for comprehensive enforcement against illegal timber. That the word of U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai on Friday. Vietnam announced in August that the country would cut tariffs on U.S. corn, wheat, and pork. The details haven't been released, but the promise drew cheers from groups like the U.S. Wheat Associates and National Pork Producers Council. Stone Manning weathers questions about pass to earn BLM post. Tracy Stone Manning has survived a bruising confirmation process to become the new director of the Bureau of Land Management. The agency manages about one of every 10 acres in the U.S., including 155 million acres of grazing land. Western Republican senators accused her of trying to whitewash her past involvement in a tree-spiking incident in Idaho. Caitlin Glover, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's executive director of natural resources, called BLM an important partner to ranchers across the West. 
Glover said NCBA expects Stone Manning, quote, to uphold the law, support multiple use management, and recognize the important role ranchers play in managing and conserving these large landscapes. The National Wildlife Federation CEO, Colin O'Mara, said Stone Manning, quote, will bring visionary leadership and a collaborative management style that will restore and revitalize our public lands and waters. Take note, although very critical of grazing earlier in her career, Stone Manning said at her confirmation hearing she would work to shorten the time it takes for ranchers to receive permits. Here's today's He Said It. Everybody is frustrated. It's part of being in government. That President Joe Biden talking to reporters Saturday about inaction on the infrastructure bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, October 4th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.